PulpMX Network Production. This is the Rocky Mountain ATV MC Kiefer Tested Podcast. The podcast you come to for the straight insight on all things moto-centric. Hard parts, bikes, gear, suspension, motor mods, and more. It's Kiefer Tested. Here he is, Chris Kiefer. Greetings from the high des of California. Welcome in. This is the Rocky Mountain ATVMC.com. Kiefer Tested Podcast presented by Fly Racing and Race Tech, the one and only testing-based podcast out there right now. But I'm sure you'll see more soon. But you know what? RockyMountainATVMC.com is the trusted online source for parts, accessories, gear for dirt bikes, side-by-sides, ATVs, and street bikes. Low prices, unparalleled customer service, free three-day shipping. It's so easy to see why RockyMountainATVMC.com is the trusted online source for all of us out there. Thank you, Rocky Mountain. Still probably freezing in Utah, so give those guys a ring. If you guys need some parts, accessories, gear, anything you want, give them a holler. Go on the website. It's fun. Thank you, Fly Racing, FlyRacing.com. Get dressed. Get best dressed, okay? FlyRacing.com will have everything you need from moto gear. Even if you ride quads, BMX, casual wear, snowmobile, they got it all. Head over there, flyracing.com. Go check out the new Formula Helmet. Very cool technology in there. Read up all about it. They even have their own website dedicated to the Formula Helmet. So please go read, go study up, and maybe even go purchase a Formula Helmet because I think they are out this week. Very cool stuff over there from Fly Racing. And Racetech, Racetech Racetech.com, they took possession of a set of suspension for my project CRF450R, and they also took possession of my CRF250R. We're going to do some engine mods, we're going to do some suspension work, we're going to make a fast Honda 250. I'm going to tell you all about it here in this special podcast, but go check them out, Racetech.com, suspension services, engine services, get a rebuild on your suspension, vintage bikes. They got it all. Go check them out, racetech.com. And a quick shout-out to the National Heron Hound Association. I'm an off-road geek. I started racing off-road when I was nine years old. In fact, my first race was a Heron Hound when I was nine years old. Well, they've come on board with this podcast in hopes to get some recognition and to get you guys out racing National Heron Hounds. It's a fun event. And the people are top-notch over there. So go check them out, nhharacing.com. Fun things coming. I'm going to go race a Heron Hound this year. God bless. I haven't done that in a minute, so I'm going to write a story about that. But thank you guys for joining me. This is a very special Double Deuce. I'm Double Deucing you guys this week. Fun stuff. You guys have been pressuring me, and you guys have been up my ass about this podcast. And I get it. Trust me. But I'm only one human being here. It takes, a, it takes some time to get this stuff done. You guys want these tests done ASAP, but if you guys want some durability knowledge, you guys want some performance knowledge, it takes a little bit of time to do all this. So I am sorry for the wait. I apologize to you guys, but it's finally here. The Hoosier Tire Test. Holy crap. It's cool to see another tire brand enter the motocross off-road market. 
it forces other brands, other companies to evaluate evaluate what they're doing and maybe even step up their tire game. So Hoosier obviously has been in racing for many years. It's a racing tire company. Um, I talked to Chris Bach. He is basically in charge of doing some testing over there for Hoosier Tires. And he says, basically, Hoosier's a racing tire company. We're not here just to give you a a mid-level tire. We're here to give you racing-based tires. So I thought that was cool. And when I got these tires, I don't know, a couple months ago, uh, first thing I noticed was, obviously, you see that big Hoosier on the sidewall of the tires, which... I don't know. Some of you guys think it's cool. I, I, I don't like it personally. I kind of like to keep my stuff cleaner, a little bit mellower. But it is cool that they actually paint their brand on the side of the tire. That tire is very distinct. When you watch the Supercross races on TV, you know it's a Hoosier tire. So that's cool. Um, brand awareness is very high with Hoosier. But when I unwrapped these tires, the first thing I noticed was um, two things I noticed was the weight or the lack of weight and how fat looking the front tire looks. So going off of the weight, okay, let's just start there. The materials of these Hoosier tires, I, they won't tell me what it's made out of, obviously. I mean, obviously it's rubber, right? But it's a different type of rubber. It's not the same kind of rubber you guys are used to when you guys go purchase a tire, if you guys haven't seen these tires or picked up these tires, it's super weird. They are so light. I have the weights here, and I'll rip those down to you guys here in a minute. But when you pick them up, you're like, holy crap, I can't believe how um, how light these feel compared to like a Dunlop tire. So um, unwrapped them, got them mounted. Okay, so um, you guys want to know about mounting and you know how we have Michelin easier mounting and all those sayings on the Pulp MX show. The Hoosier tire went on very, I wouldn't say the easiest tire to put on, but it definitely wasn't the hardest tire to put on. When you feel the tire, you feel the knobs, they feel very hard, okay? But as we're going to talk about, the carcass is something that I've never felt from a production tire. So you putting on the tire, yes, it is a little bit stiffer, but also not so bad where you're going to be cussing in the garage, throwing your tire irons, and your wife's going to come out and go, what the hell is going on out here? It goes on fairly simple. Um, the bead pops on well. Of course, uh, I know some of that is very important to you guys out there. So just letting you guys know that putting on the tires aren't that difficult. The Hoosier tire comes in three different compounds, okay? So you have an MX-20, MX-25, and an MX-30. What I've learned, okay, is MX-20 has the softest carcass feel, 25 is a little bit firmer, and then 30 is a little bit firmer than that. So um, you have three different different compounds. I got and I received from Hoosier a 25 front and a 20 rear, a a 30 front and a 25 rear. So that is how I put them on. I put a 25 front on with a 25 rear, and I put a 30 front on with a 25 rear. So that is very important to decide on which type of compound you want. We will break that stuff down here and let you know um, where you should should use them. But I just want to let you guys know they do offer 18-inch tires now. Um, They're available now. You will not see a 190-19 rear tire from Hoosier right now. I do not know if they're going to make it, but as of right now, 
They have 110s and 120s. The front tire comes in standard, of course, 8121. They do not make a 90 tire, but we will talk about the front tire because it looks like a 90, but we will talk about the sizing um, in this podcast. So for those of you guys who are riding off-road, of course, Chris Bach comes from that GNCC type of racing, off-road guy, and 18-inch tires are available. So um, for you guys looking, they do, 18-inch tire comes in an MX-25 and an MX-30. I do not see the need for an MX-20 for off-road for um, the reasons we'll be talking about in this podcast. But um, it's nice to know that Hoosier recognizes the off-road market and given the off-road guy all the benefits that us moto guys want from our tires. So let's go ahead and break down the weight of these tires. I weighed these against a Dunlop MX-33 rear and front tire. Um, I use Dunlop because that is the company I use the most with my test bikes. I do have Pirellis and Michelins um, here on hand. Pirellis are very difficult to get a hold of for me. Um, they, I know they're starting to get back into some racing, but for me, it's very difficult to get Pirellis from the factory. I have easier access with Dunlop and Michelin and Maxxis, so it makes it a lot easier to use those tires on my test bike. So out of those, I use Dunlop the most, so that is what I weighed the Hoosier tires against. So coming in um, at the Dunlop MX-33 tire, the rear tire is 12.4 ounces. The front tire is 9.1 ounce. Crazy to think that's how much a tire weighs, but that's when I got the weights, I'm like, gosh, I didn't know they were that heavy. So um, crazy to think about that they weigh that much. The Hoosier tire, so stand by for this. The Hoosier rear tire is 10 pounds, 12 ounces, and the front tire is 8 pounds, 1 ounce. So basically from a rear tire, you are saving 2.28 pounds from a Dunlop. And then also on the front tire, you're saving one full pound from a Dunlop on the Hoosier tires. People wondering, wow, that's insane. Like, what is that? What does that mean for us riders out there? So it's unsprung weight, right? When you have unsprung weight or loss of it, you're going to get a quicker, maneuverable um, motorcycle. Side-to-side movement, um, line choices, making uh, sudden lane, ch- lane changes, things like that. That's where you're going to feel unsprung weight. Um, bump absorption, all those things are important. Unsprung weight is important when it comes to motocross. Off-road, maybe not so much. Maybe uh, only carcass feeling is important for off-road and, and for the weight type of thing. But um, for us moto guys that are always moving around, everything's quick bursting, um, banking off of things really fast, unsprung weight is is very important. Now with the weight, Okay, don't start freaking out and thinking weight is the end-all, be-all with tires. Now that Hoosier comes out with a lighter tire, that doesn't mean every other tire that's heavier is just going to make your bike feel like shit. That, that's false. Yes, there are benefits to having a lighter tire, which we will talk about, but also there is some negatives that we will talk about as well. So don't get so sucked in by the weight. I wanted to let you guys know the weight because that is one important aspect of these tires. And to let you guys in on it, spec tires, so the guys that race for factories, you know, Yamaha, Honda, those guys, they get spec tires. Those guys get special tires that you and I can't buy. What's cool about Hoosier is you're getting a lighter tire 
right? Just like a spec tire, because if you picked up a spec tire, they are a lot lighter than what you and I can go buy. So it's cool that Hoosier is giving us the option in racing type of tires. Once I got the tires mounted on the rims and onto the bike, I noticed that the front tire, um, looking at the Hoosier front tire versus a Dunlop front tire, the Hoosier tire sits a little bit taller and a little bit wider, yet the sizing says 8,121. And I asked the guys about this. So there is a box, there is a um, measurement slash variance that tire companies are allowed to be in to get to that 8,121 size. So if you're within that variance, you can have an 8,100 tire. If you go out of that variance, then you have to switch your tire number slash measurement to, a, you know, whatever, a 9,121. But Hoosier's looking into the front tire to maybe what I was told to maybe change the width a little bit and the the height, so to speak. So that's just something you'll notice when you have the tire sitting on the stand. You'll just be like, oh, that's a little bit taller and wider. But trust me, it is the same size. They're just in that variance in that box. So um, it is all legal. You're all straight up. So first set of tires I put on to the Husqvarna Rockstar Edition, okay? I wanted to... You, I was going to, I'll just be straight transparent with you guys, I was only going to try it on one bike, but then I started testing these tires, I'm like, you know what, I want to test this on an aluminum frame bike too. So I got some extra tires and put it on a Honda CRF450 on a test bike that we had, and I got different type of results. So with the 25 front and the 20 rear on the Husqvarna FC450, now don't let the, the bike itself, you know, guide you, let the frame guide you. So I wanted to have a steel frame feeling with these tires, and then I want to have an aluminum frame feeling with these tires. So with the steel frame, 25 front, 20 rear, the first thing you guys will know immediately, how much tire cushion these tires have compared to other brands of tires. So Kiefer, what is tire cushion? Tire cushion is the squish or the feel you get when you land off of jumps, going up faces of jumps, hitting square edge, hitting bumps. To me, carcass feeling is one of the most important aspects to any type of rubber that you're putting on. Even it goes for cars and trucks, okay? So when you're putting on these Hoosier tires on a, on the steel frame bike, um, I went out for the first couple laps, and it was actually a drier, more square edgy day where I was riding. And... The, the the carcass feel is almost like a second set of suspension for your bike. It just takes some of the sting out of hitting bumps. That's what's such a beautiful feeling with these Hoosier tires. There's no other tire, at least production-wise right now, that has a carcass feel like these Hoosier tires. The only other feeling that I ever got with this was when I rode... Um, factory bikes with spec tires those have really nice cushion feel the thing you got to remember with the 25 front and a 20 rear okay is tire pressure is key i had to go up in tire pressure because now you're dealing with a carcass that is softer right so don't be scared to go upwards to 14 14.5 pounds in both the front and rear tire 
the rear tire soaks up square edge so well that I could adjust my rear shock to run a little um, firmer setting and have a little bit more holdup because of the squish that I got from this rear tire. So what's insane is usually when you put a set of tires on, you know, in the production world for us normal folk out there, you don't really have to screw with your suspension. Well, now you have this Hoosier tire that has so much squish, so much give uh, in a good way, I want to say, in these acceleration bumps, in a good way that you can adjust your tire pressure a little higher. Now, I am using standard, just normal, heavy-duty tubes. I haven't tried them with moose tubes. I recommend for us moto guys um, just go into a, you know, a standard normal tube or a heavy-duty tube. Don't get these ultra-thick, gnarly, thorn-resistant tubes. You're just adding the weight back into your your rim slash tire and all that unsprung weight that you're saving, you're putting it back in with these tubes. A good tube with a little bit of powder in there, you're not going to get a pinch. You get pinch flats because you run too low of a tire pressure and it squishes down and then you pinch the tube and then there you go. So any good standard Dunlop, Maxxis, Michelin type of tube is, is sufficient for these tires. Let's talk a little bit about the 25 front tire on this Husqvarna. Si, I'm a big front end steering rider, okay, guys? And I'm sure most of you, I would say 70% of you guys are probably the same way. There's not really a front tire, and I'm going to use this phrase, okay? And, and most of you guys might freak out. But there's not a front tire out on the market right now that I'm just completely like, this is the best front tire ever, there used to be, for me, there was a Dunlop 756 that I loved. I loved that front tire in all conditions, even if it was rock hard. I knew what the tire was going to do. I had great side bite, everything I really wanted in a front tire. The Hoosier front tire 25, such good lean angle traction. I can lean this front tire over in a flat corner, you know, further than any other tire out on the market right now. What is the downside of that? I try to scrub up faces of jumps. It does roll, and I really try to push this front tire into a rut, um, something to bank off of when I'm really forcing that carcass down. It does roll too much. So I felt, to me, in most areas, that this 25 was maybe just a titch too soft for my aggressive front-end riding style. Does that mean this 25 front is not good for you guys out there? I would say this 25 front with the lean angle traction it has and the bump absorption that it, that it brings for you guys is most likely going to be just fine for the average guy. Would I want to go to a 20 front? No, I think that's too much. Um, I don't want to roll my side. I don't want to roll the, the sidewall of this front tire um, into a corner. I just think that may be a little bit too soft. But the 25 front, has really good lean angle traction. I, I started with a, a tire pressure of about 13. I quickly went to 13.5. I knows, man, I'm going to have to go farther because when I really push it into a deep rut, it have, I feel like it rolling. I feel like a vague feeling, almost like a push. So I went up to 14, and that helped a lot. I even talked to the Hoosier guys, and they said, hey, don't be scared to go up to 14.5 to 15 on this tire, and that will help that roll feeling for you guys as well. But straight up, with this front tire, I have more lean angle traction than any other front tire out on the market today. 
what is the, like I said, there is that negative where you got to figure out tire pressure and the roll. So there, <laughs> Hoosier's given us options, but sometimes when we have too many options, us dumb dirt bikers, you know, get confused and we're like, ah, you know, I don't know which way to go. It gets confusing. But I'm glad they give us these options because now we can decide how much roll, how much give we have. It's kind of like a customization that normally we do not get as average consumers, which is bitching. So I like that they give us 20, 25, and 30 options, and I'm just going to let you guys know. I personally would never go to a 20 front tire. It's just too soft for me. 25 is on the verge of too soft for me for how how fast I push into corners. But average guy, B, C riders, moto guys, I think this front tire will be absolutely great for you. Another thing I really would like to talk about is braking on this front tire. So when you grab a handful of front brake, there's not a lot of slide to it. Some of you guys are really easy on the front brake and you modulate it, but some of us out there, you know, listening to this podcast, we don't get to just be smooth riders. Some of us have bad habits, and some of that bad habit is grabbing too much front brake. Well, the benefit to this front 25 Hoosier tire is it doesn't have a lot of slide. It's very grabby. So you got to be very cautious of grabbing your front brake because it will grab the dirt and kind of give you some oversteer real quick, kind of turn that front tire in really quick if you grab too much front brake. I personally like that feeling. I like feeling the ground. I like having those knobs get into that terra firma. I like to have a lot of front-end feeling. So when I grab the front brake and I feel like my knobs are stopping, that is a plus for me. What about maneuverability and precision? So the maneuverability of this front tire is also good. You can change lines very quick once you have that tire pressure correct, right? So you can move around on the track. It kind of gives you options to where hey, this inside rut is kind of blown out and choppy. I can go just above that where this rut is a little bit shallower and not as deep, and I can lean just as far as I can if I'm banked into that rut. So maneuverability and lean angle traction is high. I just want to let you guys really get that into your brains on this 25 front tire. I want to explain to you guys a little bit too about the carcass feeling. So what is it like when you have a carcass that is so unique like a Hoosier tire. The blend of whatever that is that this tire is made of is a very unique feel unlike any other tire out there. So usually when you have a nice carcass, a softer carcass, you almost have a little bit more of a springy action, I want to say. But with these Hoosier tires, I have more of a dead feeling, especially I noticed it right when I land off jumps. So if I'm over jumping a double or landing in some rollers or something, the, the tires itself squish so nicely and so soft that it gives the sensation of a dead-feeling chassis setting. It's, it's a very rare feeling that I'm not very used to because obviously, I, I mean, I'm being strapped with you guys. I don't ride spec tires that much. Only a few times out of the year I ride with them, and I always want them. I'm like, ah, oh, God, it must be nice. So if there is one advantage to a factory rider's program— I say two, suspension and tires. Those two things. I would take those two things over anything else when it comes to a factory setup. So when I'm over jumping or landing in a square edge, these tires absorb a lot of that feeling instead of your suspension. So it goes through these tires first into your suspension, through your chassis and into your hand. So I like that feeling a lot. You can't get that feeling 
at least for me, and I've tried a lot of tires, I can't get that, I can't replicate that feeling from any other tire as far as carcass comfort unless you go down in air pressure really low, and then you have risk of pinch flats. So that is something that I felt was really unique with these tires. Moving on to the 20 rear tire on the Husqvarna. Too soft for me, guys. This tire is straight-up performance. Uh, It's built for soft, soft intermediate conditions. But for me, straight-line traction is very high with this MX-20 tire. The thing I don't like about the MX-20 for me is lean angle traction. I feel like it's a little bit uh, loose, a little bit vague because the tire rolls a little bit. I did go up to 14 PSI, and then I went up to 14.5, and it got a little bit better. But I just didn't think for me as much as I'm pushing on you know, intermediate terrain that this tire was a benefit to me. Now, I think if you had soft dirt, a softer sandy-based area to ride in, this tire would be unreal. Run 14 PSI, and I think you'll have a ton of lean angle traction and straight line traction because, again, like I said, the carcass is amazing. That feeling that you're getting when you're slamming into whoops or square edge is going to be great. I just preferred uh, what you'll, you'll find out in a minute. I just preferred a 25, MX-25 for our Southern California conditions where it's softer in the morning and then it starts to turn to shit later in the afternoon. Now, if you're looking to rear-end steer, okay, and drift a little bit and brake slide, this tire is too grabby for that. I feel like an MX-33 is a little bit better in that direction. I can brake slide, pivot, and come out of the corner better than the Hoosier, but if you want maximum traction um, and you don't want that, that rear tire to slide that much, then the Hoosier is has a good feeling in that area. Just like the the front tire does, it, it grabs those knobs grab the dirt very, very good. So you're not gonna be able to slide that much. But I know some of you guys out there do like to pivot and slide, especially for you novice riders out there, you know use a lot of rear brake and then you're kind of a point and shoot kind of rider, and this tire doesn't oblige that kind of a rider. Um Moving on, 30, so I went to a 30 front, MX-30 front, and then an MX-25 rear on the Husqvarna to try to help that roll feeling that I get when I'm pushing into a corner. Now, Hoosier says on their site that the MX-30 is more to intermediate to hard terrain, but also I talked to Chris Bach a little bit, and he said faster guys that are on steel frame sometimes like this MX-30 tire more in softer terrain, soft to intermediate, because they can push the tire a little bit harder because we're putting more forces on that compound, right? So, again, benefit to this 30 front tire still, even though you're going to a, a firmer 30 versus a 25, the carcass feeling is still better than any other tire out there. The carcass feeling in all these tires, guys, is something <laughs> It's something else. I'm so stoked to ride with a tire that has that cushion that these tires have. This is the probably the biggest benefit to these Hoosier tires. So do I get more lean angle traction? Do I get what I call cornering stability with this MX-30 front tire? Yes. So if we're ranking the MX-25 a 3, I would say this MX-30 for me in to the corner, through the corner, and out the corner is a 3+. plus. It's just a little bit better. I can push it a little bit harder, a little bit less roll, 
and I have a little bit extra cornering stability. Now, when I'm coming into a flat corner with no rut, this MX-30 doesn't grab as well as an MX-25. I feel like even though I'm running the tire pressure now back down with this MX-30 to a 13.5 to a 14-pound range, it still doesn't quite grip on lean angle on flat corners. The MX-25 is a little bit better. But if you had a gun to my head and said, Kiefer, what do you want to run around where I live, a.k.a. Glen Helen, Milestone, Paula, Sunrise, you know, the desert, my backyard, what would you rather have? To me, MX-30 is just a little bit better. And I like that I can push it into ruts a little bit harder, and I will take the slight vague feeling I get in flat corners. Also, the maneuverability and precision is a little bit less. So you guys grabbing that handful of front brake, it doesn't grab as bad as the MX-25 does. It does have a little bit more slide to it. So that also may help you guys if your technique is not really up to par yet and you're grabbing some handful of brake at times or if you panic and you're rushing into a corner too quick and you grab too much brake, this MX-30 is a little bit friendlier in that area. Scrubbing up jumps, okay, to me is a little bit more consistent. Unlike the 25 where I scrub and I kind of feel it roll and I'm like, whoa, and I scrub too much, I felt like the MX-30 is a little bit better and has more precision, more stability when I'm scrubbing up the face of a jump. So think about it like this. When you go to a track and it's going to be the end of the day and that face of that jump is kind of shiny or it's kind of hard pack and it's not as good as it was at 9 a.m. when you guys first showed up and you can just scrub right into it, this MX-30 is a little bit better when that face of the jump is a little bit harder. So you can actually push that front tire into that face of the jump. You can get your weight farther forward and have a little bit more stability in that front end versus the 25. Going to the 25 rear, much better for me. Uh, I think I would always have an MX-30 slash 25 rear combo on this Husqvarna. The 25 lean angle traction is very good. I can push the tire under load. Off throttle lean is much better than the 20. I can, and when I when I I'm trying to think of this these things in my mind here. So when I'm coming into a corner and I shut off the throttle and I want to lean my bike over, the 25 rear grabs the dirt much better. And then that transition, okay, from off throttle to trying trying to get that throttle back on and then transferring the weight to that rear end, the 25 rear handles that much better than the 20. In all conditions for me, I went to some soft tracks, which we have here in the desert, um, intermediate, and even hard pack stuff. To me, the 25 compound is just an overall better feeling for me when I'm coming off to on throttle. Um, again, just think about it like this, guys. You're, you're coming out of a, condor, a corner and you're under, under load, and your whole, your whole bike starts to squat. That 25 rear grabs the dirt a little bit better and gives you to me, gives me better bite slash straight line traction once coming out. Sometimes you have a corner that's a sweeping corner, and then you have a jump coming up as you're still kind of leaning and you're pushing and you're under the throttle. You're like, ah, and you still want to jump that. The 25 is much more stable in that area. The 20 
is kind of a little bit wandering in the rear just a little bit. And I don't like that feeling because I never felt like a, my bike was completely going up straight off the face of the jump. I guess what you can call it is a hunt and peck. I use that a lot in tire testing terms. The rear kind of hunted and pecked around um, on the 20 and the 25 just felt planted and I felt like my chassis was going straight up the jump. Again, carcass feeling on the rear tire is excellent. Best thing ever right now going with the Hoosier tires is that carcass. Hey guys, we're going to go to commercial right now. Listen to these advertisers for some discounts. And don't forget part two about the Honda's coming up right now. So stay tuned. Hey, what's up? Technology. That's what I'm talking about here. It's a great thing. I love it. But I also can pull my hair out with it as well. However, there is a company that you probably have seen on the Rockstar Husqvarna race team, Dean Wilson, Jason Anderson, called Skosh. It's spelled S-C-O-S-C-H-E. You can go to skosh.com and check out all the products. They have really, really cool stuff. They have headphones. They have boom bottles. They have phone chargers for your Droid, your iPhone. They have magic mounts. They have wireless chargers. They have huge cables that will reach all the way across your house if you need a charger and you don't have an outlet close, like my house. I don't have that many outlets. They just have a bunch of cool products to make your life easier when you're out in the garage, when you're in your car, when you're at your house. Just I'm really, really pumped to have these guys on board because they sent me some stuff. I use it all the time. My favorite thing is the Boom Buoy. It's a speaker that floats on the water. I can hang out in the pool in the backyard, listen to my music. I'm a big music guy. So they just make really cool stuff that makes my life easier. So founded in 1980, Skosh Industries is a Ventura-based, Southern California, of course, award-winning innovator of consumer technology, power sports, and car audio products. Don't forget, car audio. You're traveling, you're sitting in traffic. You guys need to check them out, skosh.com. Committed to delivering the superior products that we all want, quality and functionality, exceptional value, and unmatched customer service. The designers and engineers at Skosh develop products that reflect a rich heritage in audio and mobile technology. Skosh finds inspiration in the California lifestyle, culture, music, and people. These influences can be seen in accessories and products that are now in the hands of of homes, offices, vehicles, and people all over the world. 50 countries, okay? Hundreds of patents, trademarks, and countless industry awards received. It's easy to see why Skosh is constantly at the forefront of technology. These guys are cool. They're huge motorcycle enthusiasts. They even gave us a product code, SCOKT25. That's SCOKT25. Use that code when you go to skosh.com. Get 25% off. Seriously, guys, go check them out. If you want to hit me up, chris at keyforinktesting.com. I'll let you know more. But very cool guys over there. Thanks, skosh. Skosh.com. Screenprintingdone.com. You guys looking to make up some shirts, hoodies, or hats with a logo on it? Or maybe you want a logo made up for your business and you want to transfer that over to some t-shirts? Go to ScreenPrintingDone.com. Neil over there is a writer. He owns the company. He is a rad human being, and he is here to hook you guys up. Order 12 shirts and get 10 for free. They have all different kinds of shirts, 
hoodies, hats, different fabrics, all different kinds of stuff. Go hit them up, screenprintingdone.com. Tell them Kiefer sent you and get 10 free shirts. Be sure to say Kiefer. That's right, Kiefer and screenprintingdone.com. Go check them out. Thanks, Neil. Have you guys checked out bloodlubricants.com? If you haven't, bludlubricants.com. Go check them out. Three new series of oils, Blood Power Sport Series, the Blood Racing Pro Series, and the Blood Racing Pro Elite Series. I have Michael Allen here with me. We've been doing two different types of oils in our test bike. Mike has been doing the Blood Power Sport Series. Everything going good there? Everything's going good. I use it in all our test bikes, the ones that I prep and maintain, and uh, it runs a little cooler than production oils, and uh, I know you've done some testing with that. Yeah, so basically before Jeff and the guys came on board, I had to check legitimacy of this stuff. Because um, I didn't want no crap involved in keyframe testing. Um, honestly, tried it. Was very surprised about the oil. Did some temperature readings. It was a little over 30 degrees cooler in my YZ450F compared to some other oils I've been running. So the stuff is good. They sponsor over 250 racers from Enduro, Enduro Cross, Hair Scrambles, UTVs, Supercross now. They got some Supercross guys. So go check them out. Bloodlubricants.com. Use the discount code KEFER. And get some percentage off your oils. They'll ship them to you. Probably get a hat or two. You know, Jeff's a good dude. Go check him out. Bloodlubricants.com Thanks to the guys over at 6D Helmets. That's right there on board with the KieferInkTesting.com Kiefer Tested Podcast. We thank them for joining us. You have a street bike, a dirt bike, or do you pedal? You have a mountain bike. Head over to 6DHelmets.com Check out the full line of helmets they offer. I'm sure they have a helmet for you. Hey, I get questions all the time. Kiefer, what helmet would you choose if you could pick one to buy? If you're going to spend your own money, Kiefer, where are you going? While there are a lot of helmets that are safe out there, okay, I do feel the safest in a 6D helmet. I've had many crashes in my ATR1. I've had a couple in my ATR2, and it has done its job. It's advanced ODS technology. It's race-proven, I'm telling you guys. And it's light. The new ATR2, it comes in at 1,480 grams. It's fully rebuildable. Very cool colorways. I trust the guys over at 6D Helmets. Maybe you guys should too. Hit me up over at chris at keferinktesting.com. Maybe get a special discount code if you want to get a 6D. So please, guys, go check them out. 6D Helmets, hit me up. Tell me how you like yours. And if you don't have one, maybe go get one. Thanks, 60. Hey, Heather. Hey, Chris. Did you know that every two-stroke KTM and Husqvarna come with a Vertex piston in the engine from the factory? No, I did not. 65 years ago, Vertex piston was founded in a small technical workshop in northern Italy. Today, because of the renowned reputation for exceptional quality, Vertex is an OEM supplier to KTM, Husqvarna, and more exotic brands like Beta, Gas Gas, and TM. No matter which brand of bike you ride with, when it's time to go ride or time to rebuild your top end, Vertex Pistons will have your engine performing better than new. To see their full range of two-stroke and four-stroke pistons in replica, high-compression, or GP-style configurations, visit them at VertexPistons.com or stop in your local dealer and ask for a Vertex Piston Kit today. And if you guys want a discount code, hit me up, Chris, at KieferInkTesting.com. And I've got one for you. Save some money. VertexPistons.com
So yeah, it was a great experience riding with the Husqvarna. So I wanted to try aluminum frame. I, I told you guys about aluminum frame. And if there is a bike out there that needs the most help with rigidity and just to try to get a softer feeling, it's this Honda CRF450R. So I took my best combo, right, 20, um, 30 front and a 25 rear, and put it on the Honda. For you Honda guys out there, I don't know what tire you guys are running right now, but I'm telling you guys right now, do yourself a favor. Buy a set of these Hoosier tires. They're 125 bucks each, right? Yep, a little bit expensive. Uh, but if you're looking for performance, okay, and some of you guys are, and that's not for everybody. We're going to cover the durability of these tires here in a minute. But the carcass feeling of these tires is going to soften the rigidity feeling up on your Honda. Some of you guys email me and complain, yeah, Kiefer, I love my bike, but it's just the overall chassis feeling is just a little bit too stiff. Well, you wouldn't think tires would help that, but this Hoosier tire does. Um, landing off of jumps, coming into these some deep braking bumps, you almost feel like the bike underneath you is kind of really rigid, like right under your butt where um, the pivot bolt is on these Hondas. That's one feeling that I get a lot is this this rigid, tight feeling under under my butt where the shock slash pivot bolt swing arm area is, and having these tires kind of help soften that feeling when you hit bumps very, very hard. So um, I went out to, I did some tests here just recently on a track that was rough, a little bit hacked out, and I wasn't looking forward to it on the Honda because this is where this bike doesn't shine, and it helped me ride a little bit faster. So we had some lap times on the standard tires, which were MX3S tires, okay? And then we put these Hoosiers on, and my lap time was almost a second faster just because I could be on the throttle through these bumps a little bit better because of the carcass feeling. That benefits me a lot on this bike because it's more apparent. Now on the Husqvarna, even though I tell you guys, yeah, the carcass is better, the squish is better, I feel better jumping out, over over jumping stuff, landing in some rollers... It's even more so on this Honda. If I'm calling a 3-plus on the carcass for the Husqvarna, I'm calling a 3.5 on the Honda. So anything that you feel that might be rigid feeling, these tires help that. That carcass squish feeling will help that. All the sensations that I get with the Husqvarna feel, I do get the same type of lean angle traction, straight line traction, all that with the Honda. I didn't have enough time because you guys are out there freaking out about this Hoosier tire test. I didn't have enough time to try the 25 and the 20 rear on the Honda. I'm curious, and I might follow up on that. And if the Hoosier guys send me some more tires, I might go to a 25 front and then try to keep the 25 rear on the Honda. But I think, uh, what would be benefit, maybe even try a little bit softer of a feeling on that front end because it does feel a little bit rigid at times. So for you Honda owners out there that that know what I'm talking about, I would suggest giving these Hoosier tires a little, a, a, a little bit of a, a look, okay? Because uh, if you're not just riding soft sand tracks, which this Honda's pretty good in, right? The softer the dirt, it's pretty nice because it has an amazing motor. It turns well. But for those of you guys that ride some clay, some hard pack, try looking into a 30 front, 25 rear combo and help that chassis out a little bit and help your hands out a little bit. Maybe you guys will drop your lap times and last a little bit longer. Now, the question that everyone wants to know, how durable are they? So 
I didn't just bust out 20 hours on these tires, okay? I'm trying to find a happy medium for you guys where I can give you some durability and also give you guys some feedback in an ample amount of time to where you guys can make a decision on your purchase. So yes, I would say, and, and the so we'll go back to the 25 front, 20 rear. The 20, the 20 rear chunks at around five to six hours. So it's a pure performance-based tire for me. It's much like a spec tire. I mean, spec tires won't even last two hours, okay? If the guys race Supercross, those, that rear tire is chunking mighty quick. Again, I rode tracks that are soft to intermediate. I never really rode gnarly, just hard-packed shit. But we did have some hard pack at times before we got all this weather out in California. So the 20 rear, the 20 rear tire will chunk the side nubs off a little bit. Much like an MX3S will, okay? The MX33 Dunlop is much better. I don't get as... Actually, I haven't got any tire chunking yet on an MX33. But this Hoosier 20 tire is similar to the MX3S well it will tear some side knobs off. So just be forewarned. Now, the 25 rear tire was much better. It lasted a little bit longer. Actually, I haven't had any tearing yet on a 25 rear tire, which is great. And I have over six hours on it. So my six hours probably will be about anywhere from 10 to 11 of your hours. So I just want to let you guys know that six engine hours on a, on a tire is usually where I start to feel it's pretty blown out. Haven't had any chunking yet on this tire. No chunking. I have had zero chunking on the front tire yet. Okay? Again, these knobs are hard. If you go to squeeze these knobs, if you get these tires, you're like, oh, man, this is hard. How can the carcass be so, so nice? But it's the material that Hoosier is using inside the tire in the sidewall. And if you look inside the tire, it's very unique than any, any other tire out there. So I've had zero chunking on the front tires. Again, between the two tires, over 13 hours, okay, between the two, and I have had zero chunking, just the 20 rear chunked on me. So for those of you guys who are looking for durability, 20 is probably not your choice. And let me, let me get with this for you guys for a second, food for thought, okay? I've talked about this on other tire podcasts. You've got to figure out what you want. You want performance or do you want durability? I don't give a shit who you are. If you want durability, your tire is not going to be the friendliest lean angle traction, straight line ability. You're not going to have a lot of that. Sure, go buy a $65 tire and see how much traction you, can, traction you have. If you guys don't give a shit about it, that's fine. This Hoosier tire may not be right for you. Hell, maybe a Dunlop tire may not be right for you. Maybe you'll, you'll go some other direction. That is fine. But just know if you guys are looking for a, the most traction and performance, your tires aren't going to last that long. You're going to get anywhere between 6 to 10 hours out of a tire, okay? Engine hours. So just know engine hours are different than, than regular day hours. If you're out of track with your buddy and you're there at 9, you go home at 3, that doesn't mean you put 6 freaking engine hours on your bike, okay? Do yourself a favor. Get an hour meter and, be, and look at the hour meter before you start riding. Chances are you probably have one hour of total time, that five hours that you're at the track, so... Just know that. So durability and performance, they weave through each other slightly, but they don't inter interlock. They're not connected together on this tire. Other things in motocross parts, durability and performance can 
weave together. But with tires, people, it's totally separate. Performance-based tires will not last as long. Now, for me, again, you may think, oh, Keith, you don't buy your fucking tires, dude. I get it. I would rather have, even if I didn't have this podcast, I wasn't a test rider, and I just rode for fun. For me, if I'm a blue-collar guy, I make, you know, fifty to $80,000 a year, $30,000, dollars Well, I wouldn't say thirty, forty dollars to eighty. dollars okay? I want a performance-based tire because I want the most traction I can when I go riding with my buddies on the weekend. I don't want some tires slipping on me or making me fall down or slide out, and I'm just having a nightmare. The carcass is so stiff. It makes my bike feel like shit. So for me, having a high-end Dunlop tire, having these Hoosier tires, having a Michelin or Pirelli tire, these higher-end performance-based tires, yes, you want performance, and that's what you're going to get. You're not going to get the longest durability out out of them. Now, what is the negative? We talked all these highly... Praise things on this Hoosier tires. What is the negative? Well, for me, what I think, and this is what I've experienced as I'm riding these tires, as I'm up to five to six engine hours on these Hoosier tires, I feel like a Dunlop is a little bit better as the tires wear. So to me, okay, you got a knob that's wearing down a little bit on this Hoosier tire. I don't have the same lean angle traction, straight line traction as I do um, on a six-hour Dunlop. If a six-hour Hoosier was on my bike versus a six-hour Dunlop MX-33, the the Dunlop's going to feel a little bit better. It doesn't lose its luster, so to speak, Dunlop. It doesn't lose its luster as much as a Hoosier does. I don't know if that's something to do with the weight. Um, I would assume... Maybe it would be because the Dunlop's a little bit heavier and um, maybe a little bit built better in the carcass area. Maybe the carcass breaks down sooner on a Hoosier tire. I don't know. But as I noticed on these Hoosier tires, as it gets a little bit worn and I go back out riding, I don't have that same sensation as I do an hour, two, three, or four. As I'm out up to hour six on these tires, yes, it's still good, but it's not the great feeling that I got when they were new. Dunlop has a little bit better feeling when the tire gets worn than the Hoosiers. So um, that is just something that I noticed actually as soon as I got to about hour six on the tire. I was like, huh, I can't do the exact same things or it can't be as, as hard on a tire as I could on a Dunlop. And I've ran Dunlops for a long time, so I'm really familiar with that tire. So I know the predictability that a Dunlop comes with. So again, just be forewarned, that's what you'll feel when that Hoosier starts to wear down a little bit. The predictability of your lean angle and under load throttle um, traction may not exactly be the same happy, joy, joy feeling that you got when the tire was new. Um, again, 125 bucks. I would recommend for you guys out there to at least give it a try, see if it's for you. It's nice to see... Hoosier making racing tires. We haven't had a good, like, racing-ish tire since a Dunlop 756RR tire. I hope, for all of us out there, for us consumers listening to this, I hope Hoosier pushes this, you know, further and forces Dunlop, Michelin, and Pirelli to kind of make a performance-based racing tire for us consumers. We deserve it. I think there's a market out there for it. Yeah, 
there's a market for 60 to $80 tires, but also there's some of us out there that want a high-end tire to have all these high-end feeling you know, pieces to the track that we don't usually get because we're just on a standard consumer-based tire. Well, Hoosier is making these tires, racing tires, I should say, to help us average blue-collar you know, weekend warrior type of dudes that want to go race on the weekend. And there's a lot of us out there, a lot of us out there that race twice a month, and we want some good tires. And I think uh, there is a market to expand this type of racing-ish tire. So very cool to have Hoosier come on board and do this. I'm actually really excited to ride on these tires more. I want to get some of these tires on other test bikes to see how they react. And we're going to continue to do some evaluations, and we'll do updates here on this podcast. We'll do an update on, on keyforinktesting.com. But for me, for you guys out there listening, the weight makes a difference on the bike. You'll notice that. So for you guys wondering, hey, my bike's a little bit of a heavy pig, aka RMZ450, CRF450, Yamaha, that'll help you guys a little bit. So just know maneuverability and line choice, lane choice, you know, change of you want to act quick on the bike. Having that unsprung weight will help in that area. So uh, get yourself a set of Hoosier tires. At least try it. You know, you're going to set yourself back 250 bucks. Um, but I, I've noticed this on MSRPs on tires. MSRP on tires is around $100, 99 to 109 right? So, yeah, it is a little bit more expensive. I know Hoosier has their, their racing site. You can order the tires straight from shop.hoosiertire.com. So, and they're available. Again, 18-inch, 21-inch, 19-inch tires. They just do not have 190 19 tires out. If you guys have any more questions about these Hoosier tires, you know where to go. Chris at KieferInkTesting.com. No other media outlet out there will give you the information that we do or get back to you. You know, I don't know if uh, anyone else would do that because I get a lot of emails and I really try hard to get back to you guys because I know time is money. And you guys may not have a lot of that money, those greenbacks, in your wallet. You got a family, you got a wife, but you still want a moto and you got that passion for moto. I'm the same way, guys. Got a family. I love moto. Think about it a lot. That's why we built this little, trying to build this little empire at keyforinktesting.com. So thank you guys for joining me. I appreciate the trust, guys. I always do my best to be honest with you guys because that's all I have to offer is my integrity and honesty. I'm not trying to sell anything else here, but... If you guys are listening to these commercials, these advertisers, please go support them. I believe in the product. Otherwise, they wouldn't be in this podcast at all. So take your time, read through who my advertisers are, and hopefully you get that discount code and save yourself some money. So stay tuned. Hey, we're going to keep riding with these Hoosier tires on other bikes and get you guys some more feedback, even some more durability, and maybe change the compound up a little bit and uh, experience with some more tire pressures, but at least I brought this sucker out there. Thank you for everyone that's up my ass about this podcast and just pushing me along. I appreciate it. (laughs) If you guys see something on my Instagram like, hey, this is what we're doing, chances are it's not going to be a turnaround of a week or two. Chances are it's going to be a turnaround of three to four weeks. Again, I want to put some time on this stuff, try to evaluate it, as much as I possibly can to give you guys the most information. So please be patient. I know you guys wanting to get some stuff from me and and get my feedback before you buy it, and I really appreciate that, but I have to test it thoroughly 
to give you guys the correct feedback. Again, thank you guys. If you guys want some swag, hit up Mrs. Kiefer, Heather at KieferIncTesting.com. If you guys don't see it on the website, chances are it will be reloaded. We're going to restock some stuff. Some hats will be coming. Also, go check out PulpMX.com. I write some stuff over there. Steve has some quality information. He's got a lot of guys that help his site move along over there, and it's fun. If you guys haven't listened to the Pulp MX show in a while, do yourself a favor. Listen to Monday's show. It is a good one. It's one of the better ones that we've had in a while. After Dark was amazing. Forkner was fun to play with. And uh, having Medadley on there, it was awesome. Canadian guy. Number nine. Number nine Canadian writer. I think he's a little bit better than that. I don't know about number nine. But anyway, go check him out. PulpMX.com. PulpMXShow.com. KieferInkTesting.com. Thank you guys for joining me. We'll see you next week.